to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello from Southwest Florida. It's time for another Sports Lounge Live. Sean will give you the dates and all of the info and what show it is. I, I'm actually the date guy. You're he's the, the date guy. He's the you're, numbers you're, guy. He's you, the numbers you are. Guy. You are. And, and I'm the date guy and the agenda guy. And I, I'll do that. And this is Chris. And uh, welcome to Sports Lounge uh, number 81. Uh, this is February 23rd, 2020. Uh, first, uh, we, we're going to be doing a little dedication. We'll tell you about that in a minute. We're going to do some baseball. We're going to do some um, uh, NFL, uh, kind of optimistic stuff about the NFL. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it turns out, but may, may not happen as fast as we'd like, but we'll see. Uh, we've got the XFL, and we'll take our break. We've got so many deaths, unfortunately, in the world of sports, that, and after we go through and find out who's listening, we'll do them because they, they bounce all over the world of sports. So we'll run those down. We'll do uh, the NASCAR. We had a race today. We will uh, talk about the boxing. Then we'll do uh, college basketball. We'll do the NBA and the NHL. But first, we want to do a, a, a very uh, sad dedication to our, our Well, before we do that, Sean better give us all the numbers. Oh, is, is he, are we going to do oh, that no, first? No, let's, hold on. Well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's get the oh, no, Go ahead. Go get, yeah, dedication at the top. Okay. We're doing so, dedication first. Uh, we'll do the dedication, and we'll give it to Sean, and we'll go uh, with our regular yeah, routine. But we lost, uh, we lost a good friend to our show, a guy who's called a couple of times back in the early part of the show. But he was a he was a devoted father, and usually his daughter wanted something this time of night, so he wasn't able to really call in as much as he would have liked to. We we yeah. went by the name of D Train. Uh, he's about uh, was he's about fifty. He was going to celebrate his fiftieth yeah. birthday this year. We don't know the circumstances. We know it was the last couple of days. He was living in the Michigan area. Uh, before that, he was in Colorado. For people who might have known him and grew up in New York, he was as far as his sports things, and he loved sports. He was a uh, a Ranger, a Knicks fan, a uh, Jets fan, and a Yankees fan. So the poor guy didn't have too many championships that he could remember. The Knicks won in 70 and 73, and I'm sure he didn't remember them. The Jets won before he was born in 69. But his Yankees, on the other hand, did very well in his lifetime. And and, uh, he was a devoted sports fan, a big critic of the Knicks, a big critic of the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 as he always said. But uh, uh, more than that, he was and he was a listener father. to the show. He always, he did and tell he, me. Yeah. He always listens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he always was a good friend of ours. He, we all were in contact yeah. with him off and on all the time. And, uh, you know, and he was a great guy, a, a, a guy who, you know, loved his family, loved his daughter, and spent yeah. all kinds of time with her. His daughter is five years old. It's very sad for for uh, the, the daughter's uh, mother, uh, Debbie, and uh, and Debrina, the daughter. It's very sad, but, uh, you know, what else did you guys want to throw into and the from what and I And I had, instant, I had talked with him Friday through messages, and I think this may have happened Friday night or sometimes Saturday morning. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, basically, he, he, in a weird way, in a very, very strange way, he is kind of how some of us ended up over here because 
he had told me back in 2010 about All Things Radio. And he said, hey, you can listen to it. It's on a, you know, some, a guy was putting it on a greeting on his box on a system. So he had told me that. So, I mean, not everybody found it through the similar, but he had directed me and said, you're going to like this show, man. Check it out. And so that's how I started getting in touch with Bill and Jeff and others. And that, so in, a, in an indirect way, I guess we can say he, he's, I mean, He's indirectly responsible for getting us on on board. Yeah, getting us started, and then I I got in uh, later on with Bill with other shows. Of, and, but I mean, we don't have to go into our history. This is about D Train, and but you're yeah. right, you're right. That's uh, your your intro was with D Train. Mine was a couple other ways, but yeah. so the point is that that this. You and know, I think no mine, were guy. Sim- mine were similar to yours, Chris. Yeah. Right, there were no, there was no nicer guy in the world than D Train. Oh no, oh, no. Uh, that's no, all I'm no, saying. No. That, that's I, always- uh, I hate it when we lose the good ones, but I can guarantee you, him and John are probably already hooked up, and they're probably already getting caught up on. I'll tell on you what, what they enjoyed that Lakers Celtics game, and probably for fun, D Train was rooting for the Celtics today. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know they're having fun with that up there. They're oh yes, yes they were. All right, so Sean, why don't you uh, take us into the numbers here? Yep. All Thanks. right, well. All right, well, as we all know, you can dial in eight hundred. You can dial. Oh no, wait. There, you can leave us a voicemail at any time throughout the week if you're listening to the podcast. Eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five. Option number two. But if you want to call in tonight, download the Zoom app or dial six four six eight seven six nine nine two three. Then enter the code two eight seven. Seven two three forty six hundred hits the pound key twice. Uh, star nine raises your hand on the phone. Alt Y on the computer. The more key is how you do it on your smartphone. If you want to interact with us anytime, seven one two four three two three six four two. Board nine is the sports lounge board, and board thirteen is the TV uh, Sirius XM the league schedules board. So check both of those out but we have a busy week the show must go on and baseball was crazy again yeah well the big story for us now this isn't necessarily the biggest story for everybody but we a lot of what we do especially us all us guys being visually impaired we get into the media aspect of it how we get to the how we get our games and especially radio we all love we'll have sports on the radio and the oakland a's Tried to put, uh, you know, a good face on a bad situation, but they were found out pretty, pretty well by the local folks there. And the two columns, especially the one column that came out yesterday by Bruce Jenkins, really unmanned, you know, said the emperor had no clothes. They are not on a Bay Area radio station this year. Now, the national media was fooled. Oh, what a futuristic way to go. This is so wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. The, you, the, there's no reason to deny aspect. Uh, access to people to something like this. Other than the A's have blown it, they have worn out their welcome at uh, 95, uh, the game, 95.9, the game, 95.7, the game. Uh, You know, they were there, but they didn't like the fact that the Warriors took precedence over them and had more content on because the Warriors were, you know, winning more than the A's. The A's have been a good team the last couple of years. No no denying that. They've uh, really overachieved. Then they didn't like being on KTRB because the programming was the conservative answer format that the that uh, Salem Communications uses with Christian Talk. They didn't really like that. So they basically uh, painted themselves into a corner. But they've got other problems. I mean, they're, they're on, and, and they've got, they 
they're not rejecting radio. They've got 14 radio stations. The closest one that people can hear is KHTK in Sacramento, which is a big, strong station. And that, that, is, that is the biggest station, Chris, that they're on. The rest of them are smaller. Yes, yes. But, Robert, more than that, we talked a little about that on, on All Things Radio, and if you want to hear the podcast, uh, you, you can find out later in the show how to do that. Right. We right. talked about the, the radio aspect of it, and, and we had a discussion about that. But just talk about the A's situation here. It's kind of self-inflicted, I guess, in, in a lot more ways than I realized because of territorial decisions they've made, things that have happened uh, beforehand. So just, just being an A's fan, give us a couple of minutes on that. Okay, well, first of all, um, the um, one of the last two uh, previous ownerships, either Roy Eisenhart or Wally Haas, one of the two, decided they were going to be a good neighbor. And they were going to give the territorial rights at the, to, to the Giants because back in the 80s and 90s, the Giants were having major issues. They wanted to get out of Candlestick Park. The, uh, the, uh, the ownership at the time that owned the Giants is not the same group that owns them today. I think the, I think that ownership group took over in 2000, uh, right as the new ballpark was being completed, or shortly thereafter. Uh, so uh, we're we're going back to several ownership groups here, um, but anyway, one of the two, either Wally Haas or Roy Eisenhart, I, I'd like to give both of them credit, but I don't know which one did it. Uh, they handed. Uh, you know, a lot of the territorial stuff that the A's had to the Giants to help them build a new ballpark. And, of course, they finally found a place in the city of San Francisco where they were able to build, you know, Pac Bell, Oracle Park, you know, whatever you want to call it these days. It's now Oracle Park. But um, but now uh, the shoe is now on the other foot. The Giants will not return the favor to the A's and give them a lot of the territory back that – it, that they gave the Giants to help them build a new new stadium. Uh, they tried to build one in San Jose. Matter of fact, the Sharks ownership group was going to get involved with the A's and and become investors into into the team. They were actually going to give them property that they owned across the street from the current uh, uh, Sharks Arena, SAP Center. So the A's could build a baseball stadium there, but the Giants have a minor league team in San Jose, so they stepped in and said, "No, uh, you're not going to do that." Uh, then they were going to possibly build one in Sacramento, but the Giants AAA team is now in Sacramento, and back when the ownership was being nice to the Giants, the A's minor league team was in Sacramento. So back then they could have moved to Sacramento and probably been there before the Kings even got there. And, uh, you know, but... Yeah, and but, that flagship uh, would be, K, would be KHTK and they'd have a network affiliate in that's, the that's Bay right. Area. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, the A's have kind of... Uh, on, on the one hand, I can't blame the premium ownership for, for, you know, being good neighbors. Uh, I don't know how many other situations in baseball where where if you had a two-team market, whether the one team in town would help out the other team as far as building a new stadium goes. But um, I applaud them for that because, you know, uh, they knew at the time how important the Giants were because there was rumors that the Giants were going to move to Tampa Bay. They were. That's how, they were. 
that yep. that's how that that's how that awful stadium in Tampa Bay got built, you know, yep. because they were either going uh, to the Giants were going to be the team in Tampa Bay and yep. the, was, the, yeah, the Giants and the White Sox those were yeah. the two. And, and, the, too, yeah. and the A's ownership at the time said no, uh, uh, you know, we like having them around. We're going to help them out. Right. And now, unfortunately, the Let's new come back to bite them. Yeah, yeah, okay. they doesn't want it. So, you know, they so anyway, I mean, but the A's, the A's are obviously. We'll do our picks in a few weeks. But the A's are still going to be a good team. They're going to at least contend for a wild card, and maybe for the division this year with Houston struggling. Uh, but we've got a few more baseball notes we want to yeah. get to. Uh, yeah. One thing is uh, there are no more. Uh, there'll be no more Astros in any Long Beach uh, little league, and maybe in any little league. No. Especially in Long Beach. Well, that's in the L.A. area, so they're, they're not uh, they're persona yeah. non grata. They, I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans will come down to the Angels games and make it miserable for the Astros. Oh, too. they've they've, uh, they've already uh, bought all kinds of tickets to the Astros series in Anaheim already. So. Right. Yeah. Now, what was the reason, and you're in the Bay Area, Robert, and I didn't get that was mentioned in the column that we read yesterday about Aubrey Huff. What is the reason, what did he say about the Giants that got him not invited to the 2010 celebration? No, no, he he didn't say anything bad about the Giants. That's where this is all totally wrong. Okay. He's a, he, uh, I, and I'm not directly in the Bay Area. I live about four no, hours away. Yeah. But you're a Bay Area correspondent. You went yeah. low budget. We did the best we could. Yeah. You know? Go ahead. But, yeah. um um, but he's a Trump supporter, and he's put all kinds of tweets out about supporting Donald Trump and your Second Amendment rights, and uh, oh, okay. and he's had very rotten things to say about members of the opposite sex. And, of course, the Giants, uh, they have become the first Major League Baseball team to have a woman, a female coach on their staff. You know, she'll actually be in uniform. Okay. And... and so Aubrey Huff has kind of been a Neanderthal and really had a lot of negative things to say, along with his conservative views. It's kind okay. of worse than what Kurt Schilling did, Chris. So. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, obviously, Kurt Schilling would be, next time they were honor that team, he'll be back. So yeah. even though the, the Red Sox ownership is liberal. So that that's about Aubrey Huff, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I know that, uh, Perry, you probably want to talk a little about the Marquee Network. Before we do that, though, Brian Dozier signed with the Padres on a one-year deal today. Yeah. That that was completed, so he'll From be twin, former twin. he'll be yep. competing with um, Jerickson Profar to figure out who's going to play second base. You would think that yeah. Dozier might win that battle. Yeah, and, and Profar, believe me, uh, I'm glad he's in San Diego because he didn't do the A's any favors last year. Committed way too many errors, and that's why we have five people competing for the second base job currently. Well, over. and and Len Casper said yesterday there could possibly be six. So he, you know, yeah, we'll see. But um, apparently, some people are having problems with TuneIn Live. Then we'll hit the marquee here in a second. Okay. But apparently, yep. some people are having issues with TuneIn Live. Um, if that continues, what you may consider doing is getting a an MLB.com subscription. It is only nineteen ninety five a year, and it, you can listen to every game, or you should be able to anyway. Um, I I listened to the uh, I was listening to the Cardinals today, and I started out with very low volume, and yeah. about an inning and a half in, all of a sudden it boomed out at me, so I had to go turn the volume <laughs> down. Now, Perry, uh, for apparently those there are some problems with uh, TuneIn Live. What you for those who want the MLB, what you're going to have to do is find somebody that you know uh, and you trust who can help you You sign up. You need an email address and a password, um, and then you connect it to your 
Lady A device is how you do it. But obviously, yeah. before you help have somebody help you with credit card information, make right. sure to somebody that you know and trust and that you know isn't going to do any, any shenanigans. Oh, so you, to have you. Tires, you have to do everything online then. I believe yes, so. Yes, really accessible. For okay, the, yeah, uh, the, it's helpful. okay. It's okay. I can I can maneuver it so. It it it's kind of okay. But now, no, but on, I mean the sign up, the sign up is what I'm saying is not very accessible for you yourself. Right. Yeah. Now, um, Marquee, yes, the Marquee Sports Network did debut yesterday, and I cannot comment on the pre and post game. I didn't listen to much of that, but I watched about five innings of the game yesterday, which, as you well know, during spring training is quite a bit when you watch five innings, um, right. yeah. because by that time nobody knows who the players are and anything, but. Um, the voices that you you would expect, Len Casper and Jim Deshays are still there. Uh, Taylor Frederick, who came over from the Rockies, is their sideline reporter. Um, they had Jed Hoyer, the GM, on in the booth. They had um, Tommy Hottavy, the pitching coach uh, from the dugout, they interviewed. Now, you probably won't be doing this during the regular season. But nope. uh, Mark Grace did some innings with them in the, down the middle of the game. So that was kind of fun, you know, because – I'm one of these Cub fans that uh, firmly feels the Cubs and Mark Gray should have never parted. That was always, you know, he was one of the better players at the time on the team. But overall, I think it's a good thing. Um, They do replay the games, you know, in the middle of the night. So if you miss the game during the day, you can watch it at night if you get the Marquee Sports Network in your area. Uh, Comcast and the Marquee still do not have a deal. They hope, key phrase hope, to have a deal by the beginning of the regular season so that that's a little bit on the marquee network okay uh we had a couple of uh things with the braves uh brian snitker uh was extended as manager through the 21 season basically that's a pro forma thing you you don't want your manager in his last year when you You, know you don't when you start spring training basically that always happens and also there um General manager, and I may screw this, is Alex Andropopoulos? Or Al- Andrew- Alex, and- Alex Anthopoulos. Anthopoulos, okay. And he is now the president as opposed to the GM. Right. So, and also, Rob Manfred had to apologize this week because he said that, you know, hey, it's just a piece of metal that the Astros won anyway. What's everybody <laughs> fighting about or whatever? And, yeah, the piece of metal is like you work 162 games. Devalue you your, your, your trophy. You know, you I don't think you'd hear anybody say that about the, the Vince Lombardi trophy or the Stanley Cup or the Larry oh, no. O'Brien trophy. I think that would be pretty pretty silly. So, uh, you know, maybe it needs a name. Maybe it needs, if they name it after, maybe you'll think it's good. I don't know, but don't ask me. But that was, Well, that it's was already called the commissioner's trophy, so. Well, you know, whatever. I, I think they need to, I don't don't ask me, but it's not going to be named after the Astros. Yeah. I know that. And then, um, so, uh, was there any other baseball notes we need you to know, cover? Speaking of the Astros, on? speaking of the Astros, Chris, last night, I did listen to, uh, I had a little bit of time to do it. I listened about the first inning of the game with the Nationals last night, and the response they got at spring training, if that's any <laughs> indication as to what they're going to get during the regular season, they were roundly booed. Okay. Uh, and let's just say, there were there were signs there were signs at the game and apparently they were confiscated so you know some signs trashing the Astros they were confiscated so I guess they were involved in another sign. And apparently oh. also apparently they with that situation uh Astros players are now getting death threats which that's stupid people yeah. you know uh, what you can what you can one of them's five-year-old kid got a death threat. Wow. Well, yeah, and, uh, somebody well, somebody said to Josh uh, Reddick, 
Somebody said to Josh Reddick they hoped that his kids got cancer. It's like that is tasteless. Yes. And yes. I don't I don't care what your view is of a sporting event and Mike Fires, I guess, says he is getting death yes, threats as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, somebody asked last week or we, we were kicking around in the conference last week about how many teams train in Arizona and how many train in Florida. And I figured this out yesterday. There are fifteen in each. And the way it works, it's kinda cool. The, the American League East teams are there. All of them are there. The Red Sox, Yankees, Orioles, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. The National East teams are there. The Mets, the Phillies, the Washington, uh, Miami, and Atlanta. They're all, that's 10. Then as, it's easier to do the Florida ones because, you know, and then everybody else is in Arizona. Then two central teams in each league. You have the uh, Tigers and Twins in the American League, the Cardinals and Pirates in the National League, and one Western team, and it happens to be, yes, the Houston Astros there that's in Florida. Right. So that's the 15. So that's why there's always split squad games because in order for everybody to play and because they do have a couple of designated days off that nobody plays, you know, a couple of Mondays or whatever days in the middle of spring training that they take off. But basically there's always games. So you're going to have to have split squad games, uh, you know, to make it so everybody's got somebody to play. But so there's 15 in Florida, 15 in Arizona. So Oh, and one other baseball works. note for those of you that have the at-bat app, the name has been changed. It's yes. now called the MLB app. Right. Yeah. So when you okay. get your notifications, it will instead of at, at bat, it will say MLB. So right. Just to clear okay. That so um, any any uh, do we have any hands or should we move on to the NFL? We do not have any hands. All right. Let's so why don't we move NFL on to the NFL? Too. And uh, Sean, why don't you tell us about the proposal for the collective gar- bargaining uh, agreement that the owners are trying to bring forward? Okay. The proposal is what they what they're doing is they're talking about a seventeen game season. It will cut back to a three-game preseason. And there will also be a an extra week for a bye week. So you'll get a second bye week. The other part is they will have an extra playoff team in each league, basically meaning there will go from 12 to 14 teams, and only the team with the best record will get a bye. So this year it would have been... Baltimore and San Francisco would have had a bye. Uh, Kansas City, who had to play 19 games to win their Super Bowl, would go up to 21 games because it would have had a 17th game, plus they would have played in a bye week. Now, so, and I guess you'd have a triple if, for these playoff weekends for the wild card weekend. You'd have Saturday, triple hitter Saturday, Saturday. Yes. so you'd have a Sunday night playoff game. You'd have uh, like tw- uh, probably like uh, twelve, uh, one o'clock, four thirty, and eight o'clock on Saturday. Yes, one o'clock, on four thirty, and eight o'clock um, on yes, um, that's Sunday. the way it would work. That's the way it would work on both days. Also, yep. uh, one thing they're looking at is they want to relax the marijuana rule because they said, "Hey, you can take them off of opioids." And one other thing they're looking at is uh, they want to set up a network of hospitals in each city to give physicals. Now, the players have always wanted a lot more than this, you know, the lifetime health care, because in baseball, in baseball, all you have to do is you play one month in the major leagues, you get lifetime health care. Or football, you play a couple of years, you get maybe five, year, five years health care. Now, there's some other stuff the players are like, wait a minute, what's going on here? What's up with this health care? What about the suspension situation? Where's the consistency? Uh, And so the owners ratified this on Thursday. Friday they had a conference call. Uh, 
they decided, okay, the executive committee voted six to five not to, they, they voted to recommend not to do this. Now, the Players Association themselves, each player rep, they have to have a two-thirds majority. So out of 32, I think 22 have to vote to approve it. Then it goes to every player in the league, all 1,800 players or how many there are. And when they they vote, it is a, you know, just simple 50%, you know, over. Right. And over a, couple of, a couple of other things. The rosters are going to be expanded. Uh, practice squads are going to be expanded, and more yes. people will, and more people will be dressed uh, day of game. So, yes. So I mean, is, it's yeah, a bit of a are... setback. I mean, I guess there was a pie in the sky thought that maybe if they could get it done by March first, that well, maybe they could put some of this in for this year. But well, I don't think they'll really yeah. be able to pull either that. Either way, either way, the playoffs could come in for this year. The seventeen game schedule. Maybe a year or two out because they have to negotiate it with TV. But the playoffs come in this year. Well, that's if the agreement is signed. They can't put. put, If it's signed by March first, yes. Yeah, by March first. Right, right, right. By March You know, remember that's next Sunday, so that's because remember the league. The league year begins at four o'clock Eastern time on March eighteenth. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, as far as when you can sign, but yeah. But yeah, there, there's the whole. But the so they, that, that's kind of that's a lot to get done to go, for this year. That has to, and this would be a deal going through twenty twenty nine. And, and the owners the have already, and, the, and the owners have already said, guys, that if this deal is not done by the time the league year starts, there'll be no negotiations until the next football season is over. And and players are already planning on. A, uh, they're already planning on a lockout. They know something's going to happen. So i got to give the players a little bit of credit because, unfortunately, in the past, the, the Players Association reps, Gene Upshaw included, has thrown, the player, thrown his own players under the bus just to get yeah. a deal done. Well, the other thing, too, is the owners, what they did is they took uh, they took something out of the Ron, Rob Manford playbook, and they brought out all the good stuff. There's be more games, there'll be more travel, there'll be more this, and the Super Bowl will be later, and the season will be longer, and all the good things about the about the deal and the stuff they didn't mention in there, things are all the things the players are concerned about, health insurance and all and, that. Stuff. And here, here's the other part that somebody brought up. Right now they have it pretty even. You have your six games against your division. Right. You play four games against a team from another division in your league. Four games against a division from the other league. Right. Two games against the other two teams that finished in the same place. Right. That the two of you, you know, that you guys yep. finished. Mm-hmm. So the other, where is the 17th game going to come? How are they going to figure that out, you know? Yeah, maybe there'll be a, like baseball, a designated rival that you'll play yeah. every year, you know? And also, they uh, this 17th game is supposed to be a... A neutral site no, game? No, no, it's not. No? no, that part is not. That part is not confirmed. It can be, okay. which helps everybody so that they can have that. You know, the same amount of home games. It can right. be, but it is not supposed to be. A neutral but what they site. could do is they. And you, of course, you'd have to flip flop it like baseball does if you're playing that division. But like the Jets could play the Giants, the Patriots play the Eagles every year. Somewhere, right. you know, that kind of thing. They have a designated rival in the other conference, and yeah. then you'd have to work that out when your division is actually playing that division, like they do in baseball. Then you'd have another way to uh, play right. the team in the other conference. Yeah. But you know, it's like there's a, there's usually a natural rival for everybody, you know, nearby that you'd want to play. You know, so yeah. they can or Buffalo, Detroit. They usually play every spring, every you know that kind of stuff. So right. you know, yeah. Um, 
so anyway, so we, we don't really know, but it's, it's a start and it, you know, but I hope we don't have to go through a whole uh, thing where every week next year, we're talking about all oh, the players said this, the owner said that I we have, have a feeling other, we might, <laughs> we have a, yeah, we might. So we do have uh, Drew Brees is saying he's coming back to New Orleans. That's one thing. And we were wondering about that. So that means that they're going to have to decide who their other quarterback is that they're going to keep. Uh, either will either let uh, Teddy Bridgewater go or uh, Taysom Hill, probably the Bridgewater. I'm, I'm not thinking they'll let Taysom Hill because he's a. No, I think they'll let Teddy go somewhere and, and somebody's going to get a good player when Teddy signs with them. So. Uh, speaking of signing, Greg Olson signed with the. Uh, now, how did he sign? If there's no. Um, if it's not a new year, how did he sign? This is pending. Won't, it just won't be official till the new year. Right. Okay. Yeah. Greg Olson, yeah. uh, tight end for former for uh, Carolina, signed with uh, Seattle. So right. that that's fine. There were the pardon of Donald Trump among his many pardons. There were two sports figures who were pardoned: one football, one baseball. Uh, turned into a baseball figure. Eddie DeBartolo, former owner of the 49ers, was pardoned, and Michael Milken. And who's have done a lot of work uh, with Tommy Lasorda on uh, prostate cancer, and he was also. Uh, Pardon, I'm, he's been out of jail a long time, but I think this is just expunges his record. So that's correct. You know, whatever. Uh, and Jerry, and Jerry Rice, by the way, really spoke highly of the pardon of Eddie DeBartolo. Yes. Well, that, yes. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I'm, I'm looking. I don't think I have any more uh, football for uh, the, NFL. the NFL. How about the, how about the XFL real quick before we go to well, break? XFL, right, go real quickly, real quickly. Ratings they were down last week. It went down from three average of three million. Two million, mm-hmm. which still it's the second week. I mean, but here's the interesting part: in the seven cities where they have, you remember now, Seattle is not included because Seattle does not have an NBA or an NHL franchise. But in the seven cities where they have, where they're competing against an NBA or an NHL franchise, or in the case of New York, where they're competing against two of each, and in some cities like DC and Dallas, where they're competing against both. You know, they're, and, you know, they're competing as both. The XFL outdrew the local NBA and NHL franchise. Now, will that continue? I don't know. Uh, right now, the teams are starting to separate. Of course, you only have one team that's undefeated right now because it looks like D.C. was getting beat by L.A. So Houston's the only undefeated team. Looks like Tampa Bay is only going to be the only team without a win, and you get a bunch of one and two, two and one. Right. I mean, you're starting to see people are still people are still talking about it. I mean, it's not it's it's not going away. They're still they're still interested. People are still people are still watching it. You're starting to see certain people, such as uh, Cardell Jones, making a statement. Uh, Landry Jones, PJ Walker. I mean, they're you know it it's it's doing. It's doing what it is. It's it's getting notoriety for those people. And in Vegas, in Vegas, they are very highly uh, bet on. In Vegas, people are well. And of course, this is the dead time. If they if they keep this up, if they keep a reasonable share of the audience when we start getting into March, we get into conference tournaments and March Madness. That'll really show something. If they get a million, million and a half during that time, that'll you know, yeah, that'll do good. Also. Our buddy there, Johnny Manziel, Mr. Direct Auto with Tanya Harding. Remember, just very recently, Johnny Manziel said he would not go to the AA to the XFL because he remember he signed with the other league, the AAF, about two weeks before they folded. And he goes, "Why should I sign with that league?" Now all of a sudden he's like, "Hey XFL, 
If you want me, come get me. And what is it, Perry? He deleted his tweet within he what, did. an hour? No, he, dele- he deleted his Twitter account. That's his probably the smartest thing he's done hour. in years. It's probably the smartest it thing he's done in years. Within an hour. Within an hour, yes. Yeah, within about an hour, he he deleted that. So, but but yeah, old Johnny, old Johnny says you want me, but yeah. then everything was deleted. Now my, my guess now is he was part, partying in front of the TV yesterday and decided he was going to tweet. And that was what. Well, he no, th- yeah, this was Friday. This is Friday, so oh, okay. he was having some Friday partying. But there you uh, go. what it sounds like, what's going to happen the Saturday from now on? The Saturday games, I think, are going to be ABC and Fox. I know Sunday. They said all the rest of the games for the rest of the year are going to be on FS1. So I assume ESPN will have most Sunday games, but they may switch it up when they get into, you know, a little bit of baseball and other stuff with uh, ABC, ESPN going back and forth Saturday and Sunday. Right. So that's yep. what it's going to. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll keep tabs on it because I think this yeah. league is legitimate. Yeah. I was listening a little bit to the D.C. game today, and, uh, you know, those guys were out in Los Angeles doing the game, and, and you know, it was kind of – Kind of cool. They were way behind, and uh, the, the one thing is, Miss A won't give you the scores. It's uh, you know that no, that doesn't no. happen. So we got to get them other places. But you know, hey, we're spoiled with Miss A being around anymore. Okay, do we have? I guess let's, we don't um, have to, oh, Here's what we let's do. A, let's yeah. um, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll find out who's listening. Then we have Jamal after that, and then we'll go into deaths and all that. So Bill, let's take yep, our okay. break, and then we'll find out who's listening. Okay. There'll be a double spot today because somehow. Yeah, missed at the beginning, and the counters came back and told me. Oh my okay. goodness! Well, okay. we'll just we'll just uh, re- sit back and relax then for, for four yeah. minutes. All right. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. All right. Who in the world might be listening? I'm not going to go down line by line this week. 
But what I will tell you, some highlights, Fort Lauderdale, they just come on a week or two ago. But Germany, but now Naples, Florida showed up, but I believe that's probably because of me. But, that could be an, in a, yeah, are you listening to yourself, Bill? Because that's always a good idea. <laughs> it's the only way I can get listeners. Um, <laughs> we also have one from Japan, and we've never had Japan oh. before. Oh, hey. Huh. So, okay. You okay. Know, good. Those All are right. from Germany. And then probably a lot of our usuals. Well, yeah, we yeah, probably have usual. a lot of St. Louis, a lot of Iowa. Michigan. Yeah, a lot of Michigan. Yep, the usuals. Down just to, just to hear... We're missing the two two five because he's in Washington. Yes, he is. Yeah, we'll yeah. be back next week. And a few others, but hey, he's going to spread the I'm word. Sure, I'm sure he will listen to the podcast because he can't. I'm sure he'd have withdrawal if he didn't. So that's correct. That's yeah. true. Well, I'll okay. turn it back over to you well, guys. Well, let's go down to Jamal. Jamal, go ahead. Hello, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Hey, Jamal. We're, we're doing good. All right. A couple things here. First of all, about the NFL deal, and then I want to talk about the marquee network rollout. Okay. Getting back to the NFL deal, I find it interesting how the players, how it sounds like the owners are trying to roll the players. I would hope that the players would hold out a little bit to make sure they're getting what they want. I mean, I've often wondered, you know, what if the player, NFL players were after Upshaw passed, and all that would have hired a guy like Donald Fear instead of Demore Smith. Would well, things would have been a, be a bit different? <laughs> well, Don, so. Donald Fear that. is the player's uh, rep for the uh, NHL union. That's what he's well, right. I'm, right, I'm well yeah. familiar with that. Yeah, somebody. I because, think that the, the idea, what you hear is that football players have more of a herd mentality. They want to be with their teams. They want to, you know, they're, they, they're not individuals as much as baseball players are. And, you know, I, that's kind of the, it's just a different mentality. And they basically cave most of the time when the owners wanted something. And, uh, but the, they're, they're making money. Now, the other thing we didn't talk about is they can always, to get some of these things uh, negotiated, there's always numbers on the table, and the numbers are how big is the salary cap going to be? What percentage of the gross is it going to be? And that could be jumped up 2 or 3%, and the players might be happy with knowing they're going to make more money, if, if, and they may not get exactly what they want. So there's always numbers on the table when you have a salary cap league that you can, you can play with to make the players a little bit happier because your cap is higher. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing we didn't mention before, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now they're. Ta- I was reading an article about the rollout of the marquee network, right? And how some channel, some stations that said they got had an agreement with the marquee network didn't roll out the programming yesterday. I heard even some Directv subscribers was one was one of the entities, and I'm not warning if I'm in an area where Directv didn't roll out the marquee network like they should. I'm trying to figure out what channel it is in my area. I try to zap to it on Newsline, and the problem with that is going through that doggone thing, it slows molasses, and I'll be... Uh, all, all I can tell you, Jamal, all the sports uh, channels that are in the sports package are in the 600s, so you're, uh, that's the area you, you want to look. You want to Would it be a good number, Robert? You've been a long-time DirecTV customer. Would it be a good uh, number for him to call to talk to somebody? And have uh, no, not anymore. You, uh, you, DirecTV used to have wonderful customer service, but since AT&T bought them, forget that. Uh, my yeah. advice to you, uh, Jamal, start at 600, work your way up the dial, 
Uh, probably and, like in the 620s on, because that's where all the Fox Sports and all those regional. And I can tell you, speaking of the rollout, it, it, we got it. Actually, there was programming available on Friday. So if we were supposed to get it on Saturday, it actually came up Friday afternoon. Okay. So, all right. So we have a list, unfortunately, of deaths, and they all kind of came, not all of them, but they, it seemed like we they piled up right at the end here, too. So we decided we'd split these up because we have seven of them, and they're all different sports and, and everything then, else. Well, David made up for last week. Didn't David have much. did. He, he, yeah. he was busy, our friend David, USF. So yeah. the first one is kind of a journeyman guy, but kind of a little unique thing, a little unique twist about him. His name is Gil Cohen. I had not heard of him. He's 97 years old. He played for the Senators from 46 through 53, uh, the Orioles from 54 and 55, 17 games for the White Sox in 55, and then went to the Giants in, for some games in 55 and a few in 56. He hit 254, 39 home runs, 278 RBIs. But what is interesting about him was he was the oldest living New York Giant. Uh, at that uh, the New York baseball giant we're talking here uh, to uh, maybe the next one now is Willie Mays. I'm just guessing, but it could be Willie Mays, but certainly there are still some New York giants around. There may, I don't know if there's any Brooklyn Dodgers anymore, but uh, there's, there is uh, certainly Willie Mays anyway for a former New York giant. The next person is somebody that I remember. It was the first female athlete I ever heard of Mickey Wright. And she was a pro golfer. She died at 85 years old. She was a pro golfer from 1954 through 1969. She uh, she retired because of foot problems. She w- won had 90 professional wins, 82 of them on the LPGA. Uh, she's second in wins to Kathy Whitworth, uh, who has 88 win, uh, wins uh, when she retired. She won 13 majors, so that's quite a. She was very dominant in her day, and. Uh, she won, uh, won, was the money winner in 61 through 64, the female athlete of the year for AP in 63 and 64, and she died of a heart attack. But she was uh, the first woman athlete I was really aware of. She and Althea Gibson, who won Wimbledon, the first black player to ever win Wimbledon in 57. And Mickey Wright was playing golf, and I knew about her. So uh, that was the first time I knew there were women athletes, really. Now, and I want uh, Perry's comments on what he remembers about this guy. We had the Mississippi uh, former Old Miss uh, basketball coach, Ed Murphy, died at 78 years old. He was uh, the coach at, uh, for the Rebels from 86 through 92. And then he went to West Georgia from uh, 93 to, to, through 2007. His record uh, was not stellar in Mississippi, uh, 76 and 98, but he did make two NITs. So what do you remember about him, Perry? Very little, to be honest with you, because um, back in those days, I had already moved here, and uh, we did not have things such as serious yeah. accidents. Or ways that I can keep up yeah. with the sports down there back in those days. So yep, and um, yeah, and they just made the NIT and I guess uh, no, no NCAA. So that was it's amazing he was no, there as long. As, the but there was you know I remember back then, I remember there was day. less uh, pressure because it was hard to get in the NCAA. You know there were fewer uh, teams getting in. It was forty eight teams, so you didn't have to make it make the tournament. Or, you know you don't make the tournament for four or five years at a major school, you're in major trouble. So that's why he was able to stay as long as he did. What were you going to say, Sean? Now, I remember him a little bit, but yeah, 85 was when it went to 64, but yeah, he was, either way, I remember a little bit from when I lived in Louisiana and Dale Brown and all that, and he was, yeah, he was okay, but he was, he was like, he was able to keep his job, like I said, all the way to 93. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, we have a death in the horse racing industry, AP Indy. People remember that name because it's kind of an unusual one. He was 31 years old. He uh, In 92, he won the Santa Anita Derby 
uh, back when the horses uh, weren't dying all the time at the four horses at that. Oh, by track. the way, he didn't die at San Anita. No, he didn't. No. He died. He died at home. He died at home in his stall. Yeah. Uh, then the, so Belmont, uh, he won that, uh, and then the Breeders in '92 also, and he won the Breeders uh, Classic that year. He was the son of Seattle Flu, and the sire of um, uh, let's see, uh, what uh, I don't uh, see who that is. Uh, something. Uh, oh, uh, Rags to Riches, Rags to Riches, who won the '07 uh, Belmont, and uh, he ran and. Um, but uh, AP Indy ran the second fastest uh, time when he won the Belmont in 92. So that's quite a thing. And uh, so um, 31 years old. I think he died of natural causes. Uh, then we have uh, Pete Babando, a hockey player. He was 94 years old. And uh, he, was, uh, he was in other leagues besides the NHL. 43 through 47, he played for the Bruins. Uh, 47 to 49, he played for Detroit. Uh, then... Uh, no, I'm sorry. 40, I'm sorry. He was on other leagues from 43 to 47. 47, 49 Bruins, Detroit 49 and 50, and uh, then Chicago Blackhawks 50 to 52, and the Rangers 53. So he played for all the American uh, teams in the in the original six, and then uh, played kept playing hockey in other leagues from 53 through 67 in the particularly in the Eastern Hockey League. But his big moment was in 1950 when he won the Stanley Cup for the Detroit Red Wings in the seventh game against the Rangers, and he scored uh, in the second overtime at uh, 8 minutes and 33 seconds, uh, 8.31, to beat the Rangers. And uh, so that was uh, quite a thing, and that, that was his big moment. And then we had a couple last-minute ones we got, got too. Uh, Jeannie Everett, who is the sister of Chrissy Everett, and uh, she, was, she died at 62. Uh, she was Chrissy's younger sister. She played pro tennis from 72 through 78. Uh, she was ranked as high as 28th uh, in the world and ninth in the USA. And the, she played doubles with Chrissy, and they were ranked fourth. She never won any, sta- any uh, Grand Slam events. And then she coached at the Delray Beach Florida Tennis Club, and she uh, died of ovarian cancer. And our last person is Phil Maloney. He was 92 years old. He played for the Bruins. This is the NHL, 49 through 51. Then Toronto, 52 and 53. Chicago, he was out of the league for a while, probably in the AHL. Came back to the Blackhawks from 58 through 60. And then, uh, and then he went to the AHL and the WHL, which was the Western Hockey League. Then he played uh, for Vancouver many years there. And he was the head coach and GM for the Canucks from 74 through 77. And uh, so that was his his story so that's good and uh let's see i guess we have a couple of things we wanted to talk about robert how about uh and sean why don't you guys talk about the boxing match we had the other night? well sean since you uh, since you saw it uh go ahead and talk about it and i'll i'll fill in any gaps all right toxic tyson fury took down jante wilder he is the new wbc world heavyweight champion Took him down in the second, seventh round. Uh, it was a TKO. Wilder's uh, people threw in the towel. Wilder supposedly did not want to throw in the towel, but his uh, corner threw in the towel because Fury pretty much dominated the fight. And yes, yes, he did dominate the fight. Fury, Fury pretty much, I mean, he handed it to him. Uh, it was not competitive at all. It was, it was just, I mean, it was one of those now. Wilder already has a rematch clause. The loser on both sides put it in that they would have a rematch clause. But well, right yeah, now, uh, 
And remember, they fought two years ago in 2018, and it, that was, Which the first was fight was the first fight was a draw, and it was much more competitive. But this time, Tyson no. Fury, uh, he it gained was, four. He, go ahead, Sean. He was not even. He was not even in the fight. Well, there yeah. was not. I so, know. Uh, no. uh, Fury gained 40 more pounds and used his extra size against him, and uh, apparently made things a lot more difficult. From because uh, I was talking to uh, boxing people that I used to work with, and that's what they were telling me last night. I wasn't able to watch it because, frankly, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to pay the price that they were asking for it when I was going to be watching it by myself. Uh, but from my understanding is, uh, unless there's any major injuries of any kind, they might be doing this again in either September or October this year. So we'll wait and see. Uh, that's what they were saying, yeah. Okay. Saying. Then, now, NASCAR, what was the story on NASCAR uh, today? Joey Logano won the NASCAR race in Las Vegas, and they go to Fontana. Let's talk about last week, week, though. Let's talk about last week, though. Okay, oh, go ahead. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, last gonna, yeah we oh. have to talk about last week. As you know, Daytona was rained out. Monday, they made up. Ryan Newman was in the lead. Kenny yeah. Hamlin ended up winning. Yeah. And Ryan Newman, flag. by the way, was going to win. Yes, yes. he was going Ryan, to win. <laughs> yeah, he was going, Ryan Newman was going to win. His car, it flipped and flipped. And flipped. He went across the finish line upside down. The car was on fire. Yep. Uh, he, in all intents and purposes, should have been dead. But because of all the stuff that was put in after Dale Earnhardt's death, he lived. He walked out of the hospital yep. two days later. On a Wednesday, he walked out of the hospital. I mean, it was just. Uh, and he and he's already and he's already said uh, in a few weeks he will be back in the car. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And then and so today we had uh, just a normal race, I guess, in Las Vegas. Yeah, where, yeah. Where, where are they racing next week? Normal race. And the U.S. the U.S. hockey team from 1980, the Miracle on Ice team, which yesterday was the 40th anniversary of that. Yes. Yep. Yes. They was. they uh, started. They started the engines. Yeah, and uh, no, it was a normal race. They were in Las Vegas today. I, all the all the drivers went to the fight last night. So, um, and they'll be in Fontana next week for the California race. And yeah. uh, also, uh, it should be noted, and and we'll get to hockey more in detail. But one of the things we should say is, uh, ironically, that on the 40th anniversary of the gold of the winning of the game over the Russians that the greatest Russian player of all time scored a 700th goal in the uh, yeah. hockey league. Yeah, yeah. I, and I forgot to mention that yesterday was a shock of D-Train. It completely really? slipped my mind. Yeah, I'll so go we go ahead and transfer it. We, we're going to do basketball later, but let's go ahead and transfer it into hockey. Let's go ahead and... All right, we can do hockey. Kind of, yeah, yeah, well, let's do it right now. Flexible. Let me uh, grab my standings. We'll do them and the scores. But well, yeah. well, basically what we're talking about, of course, yesterday, as we stated, the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice and... For those of you that don't, and we're just, we'll try and do these uh, today. Maybe, maybe, maybe next week Bill can get the actual call of Al Michaels saying, do you believe in miracles? Right. That'd be but good. no, what, what happened, for those of you that do not remember, uh, the game, they were, ABC wanted it played at 8 o'clock. But they said, no, no, we're going to keep it. It was played at 5 p.m. Eastern. And it was on so, tape delay, folks. Well, tape a lot delay. of places... A lot of places had to go back to the local news, and so ABC 
showed at eight o'clock, but they still went to other other events. They broke in, and even even in the five o'clock Eastern for the people on the West Coast, they were doing cut-ins. But once they realized something was going to happen, they quit cutting in for those West Coast people, and yeah. they also still had to shorten it. They had to do something because I guess they had a Pink Panther uh, Olympic special, and it was all getting up. They did not put the word out, or they tried not to, to as many people as possible. And, you know, then eventually they got, and Al Michaels, of course, that was the first hockey game he had ever called. And he said normally he couldn't do a call like that, but he said, hey, I knew that everybody was rooting for the Americans. I could be a homer in that one. And remember, that was not the gold medal game. That was a game to see who was going to go to the gold medal. That's right. And Russia at that time had won 27 of 28 Olympic games. They lost one in 68. They had won. And a a month before they played an exhibition series with a bunch of NHL teams here and they beat the NHL teams that they played. And then they played the U S team in the garden. They beat them ten to three, and yeah, so and it looked like it looked like we had no chance. And of course, uh, for for younger people out there, that's how the movie Miracle was made with uh, if Kirk, you go, Kirk Douglas. If you are, yeah, if you go look at Kirk Douglas, everybody says Kirk Douglas's speech is pretty much word for word what her, and the players have confirmed this. His speech is word for word what Herb Brooks said. So twenty-one. Yep. The 21-year-old players playing against professional Russians. Yep. Right. Now, the, the thing, too, to remember is what was going on in this country. This was the beginning of 1980. The Russians had just gone into Afghanistan that we were not very happy about. They, uh, the hostages had been taken by the Iranians. At the, yeah, the they, were, they were still in Iran. They were, they were still, still there. Iran. Yeah. And our country was sort of losing. Like we were getting very frustrated, very angry, losing confidence. The economy was all messed up. You and know, we had very long gas up. lines back then. We had long gas lines, and we the economy. We had double digit misery, misery index, as Ronald Reagan called it, with the double yep. digit inflation and double digit employment, unemployment. But this actually kind of settled everybody down. This was like a reverse Sputnik, where you know, having won this game, well, at least we did something, and you know, we've got something going in the right direction. And then to win the gold medal, which they hadn't won since nineteen. 19- 60 at Squaw Valley. Uh, that really uh, gave everybody a bit of a shot of, in the arm. But it was uh, the way Jim McKay did it, it was um, unbelievable. It was not a spoiler, but it was because what he kept saying, they'd go to other events. And between the second and third period, I was home to watch it because uh, we, are, we had been at bowling and I was, we were done with that. We hadn't gone to anybody's house after. Came home and Jim McKay said, if you need to stay tuned, you're going to see something very special. That's all I can tell you, but you will regret it if you do not stay tuned. And, and so that's about as and, far as he would go, but that's that's pretty. Nobody does it that way because no. just, it was too and important. He, he, compa- he compared it to a Canadian football league team beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, right. Yep. Okay, so let's do the NHL uh, where we stand today in 2020. What's going on? Yes, right. Well, here are the standings going into today's action. In the Atlantic Division, the Bruins with 90 points, Tampa Bay 85, Toronto 72. Uh, and so the Bruins have got a little more cushion there. They they picked off a couple of wins on the road, but they although they played left. very badly last night. Yes, they did. They were clobbered ninety three by Vancouver. Toronto in third at seventy two. Florida seventy in fourth place. Montreal at sixty six and fifth. Buffalo is also no. Buffalo was sixty four and sixth. Then we dropped down to Ottawa at fifty three and the Woeful Red Wings at thirty four. In the Metropolitan Division, we have Pittsburgh at eighty and Washington at eighty. But they played today. 
and um, Washington won. So actually, right now, Washington's in first and Pittsburgh's in second. So anyhow, um, Philadelphia is third at 77. Uh, the Islanders fourth at 74. Carolina is in fifth at 74. And Columbus is in sixth at 74. So we basically have a, a three-way tie for fourth is what we really have. That's correct. Uh, the Rangers are at 70. And so they're they're kind of within striking distance. The Jersey is not, however, they're at fifty eight. In the West, in the Central Division, we have St. Louis at eighty, Colorado seventy nine, Dallas seventy six, Winnipeg sixty nine, uh, Nashville sixty eight, Minnesota sixty five, and the Blackhawks are at sixty two. And in the Pacific, we have Vegas Golden Knights are now in first at seventy four, Vancouver seventy two, Edmonton seventy one. Arizona, 70. We then have Calgary at 68, San Jose, 56, Anaheim, 54, and the L.A. Kings at 50. So if the playoffs were to start tonight, today, the Bruins would be playing Carolina, and that's, the, you know, they could play just as easily uh, Columbus or, you know, uh, whatever, all those teams that are tied or the Islanders or whatever, because they're all tied. But right now, the way it would work, the Bruins would play Carolina, and then uh, Tampa Bay would play Toronto in that division. And then now we, it's just changed. We before Now it would be Washington playing the Islanders, and Pittsburgh would then be playing uh, Philadelphia. In the West, St. Louis would be playing um, uh, Winni- Winnipeg, Colorado against Dallas. We then would have Vegas Golden Knights against Arizona and Vancouver against Edmonton. And uh, we have a couple of finals, actually a third final that Robert will give us because I got the first two. Washington, as we said, took over first place for the moment by beating Pittsburgh 5-3 to three in Washington. And Dallas beat Chicago 2-1. to one. And what was that third final you got, uh, Robert? Uh, the, New York, the New York Islanders 4, my San Jose Sharks 1. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, well, and I'm yeah. sorry, Buffalo beat Winnipeg 2-1, to one, too. Yeah, and uh, so you and you've got the San Jose final, so that took care of that game. At seven o'clock tonight, starting was Calgary at Detroit. Seven thirty was St. Louis at Minnesota, and ten Vegas Golden Knights at Anaheim, and Edmonton at the Kings. So, Robert, there was some trade uh, deadline. Well, not deadline action, but some trades, uh, and I've got some of them written down. If you forget any, but why don't you try to run some of those down? Uh, well, tell me what you've got written down, and I'll All fill right. in the blanks here. Okay, Chris. I, I think. We uh, And I'm not so good in all these names. I don't know them all. But we have Blake Como from New Jersey. Uh, uh, he uh, went to Tampa Bay. Went to Tampa Bay. Andy Green from New Jersey to uh, the Islanders. Yes, and he was their captain, and he had a no-trade clause, and he basically told the Devils, I want to stay in the New York area, so either Islanders or Rangers, please. So they okay. sent him to the Islanders. And they said, yes, sir. L.A. Uh, traded uh, Tyler Toffoli, I guess his name is, to Vancouver. Yes, and uh, uh, he uh, uh, he made his debut. Tim Schaller came back, I guess, yeah, too. Yeah, that's to right, and a minor leaguer and some draft okay. players. The Blues got uh, Mark, Marco uh, Scandella. Scandella from the, uh, the uh, Canadiens. And, and that, was because, that was because yeah. of the Jay Bomeister situation. They needed a defenseman. So. And so how is he now, Jay Bomeister? Uh, he, well, he's out of the hospital, and but we have not got an official update from the Blues or him on his future playing status. He's on long-term injury uh, reserve for the rest of this year. And the Blues are supposed to be putting out something, um, uh, I guess, at the end of this week just to uh, update us. But right now we don't have anything. Okay. Brendan Dillon went from San Jose to Washington. Yes, Um, and he's a very good player, and I hate to say 
I hate to say it, but he's going to help their defense core immensely. He's a stay-at-home defenseman. He's not going to score, but Ovechkin's going to like having him around. I'm sorry he's gone. So, uh, Alec Martinez to uh, the Vegas Golden Knights from the Kings. Yes, and uh, of course, Alec Martinez scored the game-winning goal in in, uh, in uh, 2014 for the Kings to beat the Rangers. And oh, okay. of course, he, he's got two Stanley Cup rings, so yep. Vegas will will enjoy having him around. Okay, Dylan DeMilo from Ottawa to Winnipeg. Yeah, and he's another former Shark, and he I, he's going to fit in with Winnipeg. Uh, uh, he's going to be another nice fit for them, so... And the uh, Bruins traded David Backus uh, to Anaheim for Andre Kasha. Uh, Andre Kasha. Andre Kasha, I believe. Okay. Now, I may okay. have that wrong because, you know. Okay. But, uh, apparently, the Bruins like him a lot. They gave up their first-round draft pick for him. So, uh, we'll see how that works. And, of course, the trading deadline is Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And for those of you that want to follow it, uh, if you have Sirius XM, Channel 91 would be the place, and they're going to start their coverage at 7 a.m. If you have devices, you can go to um, um, Sportsnet 590 in Toronto. Um, just tell your device to play Sportsnet 590, and uh, that coverage will start at 8 o'clock, and they'll go from 8 Eastern time until 6 um, and all the other TSNs or Sportsnet radio stations that the hockey teams are on are all going to hook up with that. So that's why I'm saying if you have a device and you don't want to use your uh, device for SiriusXM and you want to keep up with the trading deadline stuff from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, okay. do, the, do the Sportsnet 590. And for those of you on TV, the NHL Network on here in the U.S. will start their coverage at 8 o'clock okay. Eastern and One time. last trade that we had, Cody Eakin from Vegas Golden Knights to Winnipeg. Yeah, and he's a Winnipeg native, so the Jets think it's a very good possibility that they can re-sign him and keep him there. So. Okay, so now switching over to a couple well, before of we do, Before we do that, okay. Chris, before we switch, we do have yep. two two people... And we're going to start with a call in the 513 area code. So that would be caller, Cincinnati, Ohio. It would be. Cincinnati. So for a friend in Cincinnati, go ahead. Yes. Um, I understand that, um, the, yes. Oh, who are you? Yeah. Oh, Barbara. Okay. Okay, Barbara. Hey. Yeah. Go ahead, Barbara. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I understand that the... The game the Reds were supposed to play yesterday got rained out. With right. The Reds and the Indians. Uh-huh. Now, I, I had to be away this afternoon, so I didn't hear the outcome of today's game, which was against the White Sox. So uh, Bill, Bill, did you happen to catch that? I did. Uh, the White Sox came up with six, five runs in the ninth inning, and they won eight to two. Okay, and, and how are the how's the Reds broadcasting, Bill? While we're while we're right on that now, topic. it was just Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. There was nobody else there. So, what else is going to happen? I don't know. But they were the only two today. Okay. Okay. Probably All right. Just those two, I think, for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. To okay. My knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now right, let so. hold on to thank Barbara. You, thank you for calling in, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. Yes. Um, Jerry, go ahead. 
Okay, it has just gone final in L.A. Uh, the Washington Defenders lost 39-9 to to the uh, L.A. L.A. Wildcats. L.A. Wildcats. Wildcats. L.A. got their first win. Houston's the only undefeated team. Yeah, Washington so. got their first loss. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else, Jerry? No. Okay. okay. All right. Well, All thank right. you. Well, college basketball. Yeah. It was, wild, it was wild yesterday. We had the number one team, Baylor, lose to Kansas. We will and have then, the eight. We will have the eight number one team, but it will not be a new number one team for me right, right. Number one. It'll probably be, be Kansas, I would imagine. Kansas or Gonzaga. Kansas or Gonzaga. Uh, no, because Kansas. Gonzaga lost too. They lost oh, Gonzaga yesterday did also. Lose. Gonzaga did lose, and San Diego State, the number four team. They lost. They, they lost. So Kansas will be the number one team. <laughs> yeah, UNLV. Uh, so you had number two and number four losing. That's right. So Number one, and number two, and number four all lost. Yeah, number one, number two, number four all losing. Uh, you also had 17 West Virginia going down. Uh, Colorado, who's pretty much been taking over the big the Pac-12, losing to UCLA. I mean, them and Oregon. Denver and Oregon battling there. West Virginia going down. Uh, yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little disappointed in the Colorado loss because that's one of uh, Northern Iowa's big wins. So I don't want to see Colorado losing. <laughs> oh, and speaking yeah, of then, Col- speaking of Colorado, we got a note to put in when we're done with college basketball. Yes, they fi- they've hired Carl Durrell as their football Durrell. coach. So we'll that's go ahead. Yeah, they have our, yeah, but yeah, they have hired him. But no, like I said, Villanova they lost. Uh, you know, I mean Xavier holding on to win their game and win their game yesterday. But I mean, you're starting to see, you're starting to see. Like I said, Baylor had a 23 game win streak come to an end. Okay. San Diego State was 26 and 0. Wow. And they lost. Okay. They, they lost. So, so, so we have a yeah, big yeah. college basketball name that's now available. So why don't we talk about that? John Beeline is well, now available. That translates us into NBA. John Beeline out with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. Of a long-time college basketball guy. There's already several teams rumored to want him, but mm-hmm. it was a mutual decision. Apparently, he had referred the players as thugs. He wasn't really getting along there in Cleveland, so I guess they decided to part ways. J.B. Bickerstaff is the new who is the son of Bernie. Son of Bernie, probably, yeah. Okay, yeah, son that's of Bernie. figured. He is okay. a son of Bernie. He, he's the new interim head coach there. Now, before we totally leave college sports, though, how about this uh, proposed reform uh, by the NCAA about transfers, uh, Sean? Why don't you tell people about okay, that? Okay, yeah. The new, this goes to college football, men's and women's basketball, men's baseball, and men's hockey. Apparently, this does not go to women's hockey or women's softball. But basically, what will happen is you will be able to transfer. You can enter the portal, transfer portal right now. <laughs> You can transfer, but you have to set out a year. Now, it, it had changed in the last year or two to where you, you know, you didn't have to get total, the total approval. You could just say, "I want to transfer," and the school would release you. They can't stop you from where you're going, and then you could appeal to say, give whatever reason they could grant you eligibility the next year. This new thing, but otherwise you had to set out a year. This new thing is anybody who wants to transfer. They can put in put in for the, for the transfer portal. They can say, "Get me, you know, get me out." As long as the school approves, says, "Okay, we release you." 
you're in good academic standings with your old school, you keep it in the, with the new school, and there's no uh, criminal background uh, right. trouble, you mm-hmm. can transfer and you can be eligible right away. You do not have to set out a year. The only t- people that can do that automatically right now are the graduate transfers. Otherwise, you have to you have to get a waiver. But anybody can do a one-time transfer if you're not happy or one school Hey, I can just leave. I can I can go to the new school. So, mm-hmm. okay, or a coaching right, so. change or something like that. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Now, as we okay. swing into the NBA, Chris, there's another. This hasn't happened yet, but apparently, uh, talks are in the works in Chicago. We know things are not going well in Chicago. Chris will tell right. us how badly coming up in a minute. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. talks are in the works for to get rid of Gar Foreman and John Paxson. They are the head of the, you know, basically the GM of the Bulls. Jamal is looking forward to that. I yeah, know. Jamal but, is going uh, to talks are underway to try to get a parade. Uh, I think he's going to organize a parade to parade him out of town. If I remember, yes, the yes. talks are underway. Uh, that, from what I've heard, to actually get the two of them out of there. So okay, that, we'll get more and, on that. Okay, as it a couple, of, couple other things in the NBA. Uh, ben Simmons, a back injury. He's out. How long is he going to be out? We don't we don't know how long yet. Don't know how long. Probably the rest of the season, maybe. Uh, uh, Mark, including the playoffs. Uh, including the playoffs. Possibly. Wow. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Kyrie Irving having arthroscopic surgery, and he's got it for the year. Yeah. Yes, and now, I've heard I that he, he managed to. As he usually I does. Bet. He managed to play in the All Star game, though. That was very important before he <laughs> I got. Bet, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Durant. I bet if Kevin Durant were healthy. <laughs> He'd be playing right there. No, oh, Kyrie also, is not. Yeah, Kyrie is just. Yeah. He didn't, definitely didn't want to come back to Boston or Cleveland this year. Now he doesn't have to. The good friend. Yeah. Also, Boogie Boogie Cousins, Lakers waived him. Right. Reportedly trying to get Markeith Morris, not Marcus Morris, who went to the went to the Clippers, but the twin brother Markeith. Uh, no, apparently, as soon as Markeith clears waivers, he will sign with, with the Detroit. Lakers. Yeah, Markeith will sign with them. And, uh, and speaking of former Pistons, Reggie Jackson is now a member of the Clippers. Oh, yes. okay. It's not Reggie Jackson, come, the baseball player. No, no not that Reggie Jackson. No, no. the former Boston College come, Eagle, as a matter of fact. Right. And, and I am yep. going to come back. We we talked about this craziness last week with the All-Star game. However, I'm going to retract something. The first three quarters, yes, it looked like the show that it was. But for those of you that don't know what they did, they took the top team's score and added you had to get 24 points from their score to win. And so they played the fourth quarter, no commercials, no timeouts. The teams got into it. They wanted to win. The two teams played a game for that fourth quarter. The first three quarters you saw this, uh, but I will give them, it actually, it was one of the highest rated All-Star games in years. I will give them credit. They, they They put an All-Star product on that people wanted to see. I don't know how they could do that every year or what they could do is just say, you know, okay, we're going to pick a number. You get to, I mean, it was basically a pickup basketball game. Yeah, right? Maybe they'll do uh, that. They'll just pick a number yeah, and we, uh, a different number for different year. Next year could be 21 because it'll be well, 21. Yeah, you know, they did this like in honor for Kobe Bryant. Right, yeah, they did it for Kobe, but, but yeah, they could do something. But I got to say, they made it 
they made it competitive. They weren't. It wasn't just a bunch of teams just out there. Hey, look what I can do! Look what I can do! Right. They, it was a competitive game. So okay. And also tomorrow at the Staples Center at uh, one o'clock uh, uh, Eastern, ten o'clock Pacific, will be the memorial service for Kobe Bryant. We don't know if it's being broadcast. I have a feeling it will be. So check around your uh, outlets, your cable TV. Please check your... the LA. Check the LA stations. I would say like KTLA, K. KNXT. Yep. Do your uh, homework. Do your homework a little bit. Yeah. Check homework. around. Uh, LA, and it could sports. it could be on the sports networks. It could be on ESPN. It could be on TNT. Sport, we don't know. Sportsnet, Sportsnet LA, the version of the Lakers. Sportsnet LA. Right. Yep. Check that. Uh, all the all those places. Uh, plus all that would be if, for those of you that have Direct TV. That would be channel six ninety one. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, so let's get all, into the check all those Yeah, get and into the standings, this, and then uh, and this is starts. ironic because this is show eighty one, and of course Kobe scored eighty one points. So how ironic! That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. In the East, right now, and we're going through the standings going into today. We had Milwaukee at forty eight and eight, uh, Toronto at forty one and fifteen. So a healthy seven game lead. Uh, nobody's catching the Bucks for first place. No. Toronto forty one and fifteen. The Celtics. 39 and 15 in third, Miami 36 and 20 in fourth, Philadelphia 35 and 22, Indiana 33 and 23 in sixth. We have the Brooklyn uh, Nets at 26 and 29 in seventh, Orlando 24 and 33 in eighth, and that's the last playoff team right now. The next team would be the Washington Wizards at 20 and 34, so a two and a half game lead for the Magic over the Wizards. Uh, Charlotte at 19 and 37. The uh, Bulls we were talking about, 11th in the conference at 19 and 38. Detroit, 19 and 39 and 12th. The Knicks are 17 and 39 and 13th. Atlanta, 17 and 41. And Cleveland, 15 and 41. In the West, we have the Lakers at 42 and 12 uh, going into today's game. Denver at 38 and 18. So pretty, again, a decent lead for the Lakers on, on Denver. The Clippers are 37 and 19 in third place. Houston 36 and 20 in fourth place. Utah 36 and 20 also, but uh, Houston's got fourth and Utah's got fifth. And so that's actually a battle for home court in that series right now. If uh, you know if the season were uh, near the end. Uh, by the way, the last day of the season is April 15th, just so you'll know. Also tax day. Oklahoma City 34 and 22 in sixth. Dallas 34 and 23. Memphis is eighth at 500 at 28 and 28. Then we have Portland at 25 and 32, so a, a reasonable three and a half game lead for the Grizzlies over the Trailblazers. San Antonio 24 and 31, New Orleans 24 and 32 and 11th, Sacramento 23 and 33 and 12th, Phoenix 23 and 34 in 13th, Minnesota 16 and 38 in 14th, and the Golden State Warriors at 12 and 44. In fifteenth, counting the the ping pong balls as we speak. Oh, and uh, we, we should yeah. mention that the game that was canceled in January with the Lakers and Clippers that will be made up on April ninth. Yep. And be and because of that, the Warriors are supposed to play in L.A. on that day. Their game on April ninth has been moved to April seventh. So okay, uh, I didn't didn't realize that. So all right. In there the East, go. so the playoff matchups right now, Milwaukee at the one seed would play Orlando, which is eight. Miami would play Philadelphia four and five. With that Ben Simmons injury is important, so we'll see how that might shake things up a little bit. Uh, Toronto is number two. They'd play uh, Brooklyn, and the Celtics at three would play Indiana at six. In the West, we'd have the Lakers at one playing Memphis at eight. 
Houston at four and Utah would play. And right now, as I say, they're tied. But uh, obviously, they may be fighting right down to the end for that home court. But they may move up. Uh, they've got teams just ahead of them and just behind them. So it's pretty tight in that little area there. Houston and Utah. Anyway, Denver, the two seed, would play Dallas in seven. And um, and let's see. Hang on a second. Uh, and the third seed, which I need to find, would be playing Oklahoma. Oh, Clippers would be playing Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. Sunday, we had a good old-fashioned Celtics-Lakers Sunday afternoon basketball game. Remember when we used to have the Daytona 500 start at noon, and at 3.30 they'd go to the Lakers and Celtics in Los Angeles every year for, what, seven or eight years in a row, something like that in the 80s yep. and early 90s, bird and magic, the whole thing. And that was you just knew every every day before President's Day you were going to see that. Well, we had an old-fashioned Laker of, you know, the cast of characters changed, but it was a heck of a game. Lakers beat the Celtics 114-112. to 112. So um, and and they were Sean Grandy was saying that the uh, ESPN ABC people were salivating to see, hoping they can get that as their final. They would love that. That's the biggest rivalry in the NBA for you know continue. You know it's been up and down because of course one team will be good, the other won't. But you know that's two recognizable franchises. It's not Milwaukee. It's not Toronto. I mean nothing against those teams. They're fine teams. It's not. You know, who are the Clippers? Are they the Lakers? Wait a minute, who are these people? That kind of thing. Denver, what are they? No, they would love the Lakers and Celtics, and we'll For see what, what happens. For 60 years, that's been the biggest rivalry. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and by also, the way, we have to give the uh, Celtics credit. They've changed their travel schedule. Um, they're going to stay in Los Angeles, and the whole team is going to the memorial service yeah. tomorrow. So Jason Tatum got 41 points, and Kimball Walker it played a lot of minutes in that all-star game, but now his knee is bothering him, and hopefully he'll be back in a couple of weeks. But he was not playing. So it was uh, up to uh, Tatum and uh, Brown and uh, Haywood, and uh, they, they almost beat the Lakers. Uh, but anyway, the Lakers won at 114-112. to 112. Good game. And then um, uh, 41 points, as I said. Uh, then at 6 o'clock, we had Minnesota playing Denver, Indiana playing Toronto. At 7, Washington was going to face Chicago, or is facing Chicago. San Antonio at Oklahoma City. 8.30, we've got uh, New Orleans at Golden State, and 9, Detroit at Portland. So there you go. That's what I got. That's the agenda. So, Sean, why don't you take us home? All right. First of all, uh, we want to let you all know, once again, if you want to leave us a message at any time, 800 693 0595 option 2 specify that it is for sports lounge live specify that that's what it is for so that way they know and they make sure we get it also download the podcast legendoldies.com or if you can't do it that way you want it delivered directly to you as soon as it's posted type in sports Lounge Live, three words, in your podcatcher. You can also do that All Things Radio in your podcatcher or Wednesday Coffee in your podcatcher. Have any one of them delivered to you as soon as they're posted. Uh, do it that way, and it will come as soon as they're there. Also, you can listen on your phone, 773-572-3006. Option 9 for Sports Lounge Live. Option 8, All Things Radio. Option 7 for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. And on your device, just tell them play uh, Sports Lounge Live podcast or All Things Radio podcast or Wednesday Coffee podcast. If it's not the right one, just keep saying next until you get it. So anyway, we will see you next week. and March 1st. We just, March yeah, March 1st. 1st. March Madness will have begun. 
Yeah. Fully, okay. once again, once again, we do want to say, hey, train, thank you, buddy. Rest in peace. We miss you. We love yep. you. We do. See you next okay. week. Okay.